This is Linda Jackson and welcome to Tracks Week on Set Lusting Bruce. to Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and this is this is a wonderful episode. You are so um, lucky and blessed to bring this one, because this is the first of four episodes we're getting out this week. That's right. It's Tracks Week on Set Lusting Bruce. Uh, Mike, you excited? I'm fired up. All right. Uh, joining me tonight is Mike. Uh, we will be discussing the first disc on the massive Springsteen box set tracks. But before we do that, Mike, tell us a little about yourself. Well, my name is Mike McCabe. I'm 49 years old. I live on Long Island with my wife, my daughter, and my two sons. My daughter is my second biggest Bruce buddy. A buddy of mine, Tom, and I have gone to multiple shows together, and we try to sneak Katie in whenever we can. Oh, nice. I actually started, started bringing Katie as an excuse where I figured, you know, if I brought her, then I'd be able to get to a third or a fourth show on a tour rather than just two. So she came on as a tag along and fell in love with Bruce, too. So now she's part of the, part of the club. You know, that's, that's a great um... – idea right that well you know dear honey she loves it so much you know that was the point <laughs> yeah that, there is nothing wrong with that at all um that that, that that was during a rising tour that's what got her going oh good um well very nice um how about um now how long um when did you become a bruce fan probably like everyone that was born in late 60s, early 70s, born Hungry Heart, probably got started it, and then born in the USA, the album got everything going. 
my first show was uh, Tunnel of Love. I wasn't allowed to go to the Meadowlands for the Born in the USA, even though we played six or ten dates there that, that summer of 84. So I had to wait till 88 to go. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, Easter weekend of 1988. He played Nassau Coliseum, which was four blocks from my house, and was there Friday night, and then went back for my second show Saturday night. That's Been awesome. Ever since. That is awesome. Um, and uh, why uh, why did you uh, want to talk uh, tracks? Actually, a real good friend of mine, he college baseball coach, he had a bad break about 10, 12 years ago. He had a job that was supposed to be his, the politics of college athletics, did him a little bit dirty, mm-hmm. to say the least. And uh, he's a big Bruce fan. He's from down on the shore, and he was living in living in the South and missed his family and this, that kind of thing. And we would talk, he, and he told me tracks got him through it. Wow. And I, like, and I said to him, I said, really? Tracks was never my favorite. And he goes, you're an idiot. You have to listen better. So rather than get called the name again, I started listening. And you know what? He was right. Tracks. I mean, he's a Frankie Cynthia guy that that really pushed him through there. But then just going through the rest of the tracks, you really, he's right. There's a lot there. Well, very nice. Um, well, cool. Um, I kind of came to tracks a little bit later. Um, I had not become a fanatical Bruce Springsteen. I was a casual fan, but then when I went to my first show on the Rising Tour, you know, it that was it. You know, that's all she wrote. And, and it only uh, takes one. <laughs> it only takes one. And so I, um, you know, so it started, you know, picking up and getting things and, and um, Tracks is just an amazing collection of songs and um, in a weird timey-wimey Doctor Who way, um, you know, for my other podcast, this is the first disc on the box edit, but it's the last one I'm talking about. Uh, I've already got disc two, three, and four. We have the episodes recorded. So, um, you know, Mike, do you want to talk a little bit of why or what kind of method you used in, without giving any spoilers about how you rank the songs and, you know, your thought process? Yeah, it actually went on Wikipedia of all places. And, I, and then during the, um, the track listing, it says the little, uh, it says give the girl a kiss, the outtakes from darkness. It says zero and blind Terry, the outtakes from, Wild and Innocent. So I was just trying, as I did it, I was seeing if the song met the album. Nice. And, That's so, it, and sort of, if it did, I, I liked it. If it didn't, I sort of and it and tried to, you know, go along that kind of route. Okay, good. And I, I can't remember if we'd hit record it or not, but you had shared, um, you kind of knew your bottom three kind of right away. Um I knew my top one immediately, uh, and, you know, I've listened um, a couple of, you know, I went through each, uh, went through the disc a couple of times as I was rating them, and I had an Excel spreadsheet, and I went, okay, you know, that's a 10. Okay, well, this one's an 8. You know, this one <laughs> is 11. 
and then I'd sort them, and I go, okay, well, I like this one a little bit more than that, so I'm going to switch numbers. All right, 7.5. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so, well, good. Um, well, let's get it started. Mike, what is um, – and before we start, I do want to share that, um, as we say, this is someone's – every Bruce Springsteen is someone's favorite song. I used to say, except for New Jersey, Night with the Jersey Devil – but someone posted like, man, I saw him open a show on Halloween with that, and I love that song. So I'm like, okay, no there more judgments. <laughs> there you go. All right, Mike, number 17. Santa Ana. Ah, okay. I just don't get it. it. It has that Wild Billy's Circus theme, and uh, just to figure it out, Wild Billy's isn't one of my favorites either. But okay. just just doesn't, I don't know. It's supposed to, it, it probably fit on Wild and the Innocent, but it's just blah. I, I don't I don't like it. You know, um, I ranked it a little bit higher than you, um, but um, I think partly is because um, the Texas, you know, reference. They talk about Sam Houston and things like that. So I think that might be one of the reasons I ranked it a little higher than you. But I agree, it's not. Um, it's not one of my favorite songs. Um, gotcha. My 17 is Mary Queen of Arkansas. I, I, I didn't like it on the album, and I'm not necessarily, you know, so I, I really don't need a demo version of a song I don't care for. So that was with Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> right? Without a thought, I'm like, okay, this one I know um, is going to be – um, you know, I knew this would be, um, this was the, you know, the loser in the cub house. Like, okay. You, I'm you want my, you want my 16th? Mary <laughs> Queen of Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah. I, I just, um, you know, and I know some people love that song. Uh, Agreed. But, but I just, I don't get it. And, uh, I was going, I was going back. I checked, um, I was on Greasy Lake a couple of times in the last couple of weeks preparing and, seeing when they were performed live and if I was at the show and that kind of thing. And I ended up seeing it during the reunion tour. Yeah. And it left zero, it left zero impression. I don't even remember that I was at the show. I don't, I don't remember this. I mean, I remember, I know I was at the show, but I don't remember the song one bit. I don't, I hear that song and I hear Kenny Rogers. I hear twangy country. I just, I don't know. And I like country. Yeah. I understand. Um, you know, and I think that's a really good point of that um, because I have had songs – this is probably the seventh or eighth album I've had this discussion with. You know, I've had different guests, and every once in a while I will rank a song higher than my guest does, and he'll say, really? And I go, well, you know – I saw it live, and it just was such a great performance that um, yep. you know it made a difference to me. So that tells you a lot that even hearing it live, and even with like the um, the age of YouTube and or uh, Periscope for like the last tour, yeah, with all this different accesses of being able to see a show, you know, I I put stock in in the live in the live performance. That's where the the impression is made, I guess. Absolutely, and because um, you know, I'm 
I'm not only listening to the disc, but I'm Googling, you know, live versions and listening to kind of give a fair. All right, so here's going to be my controversial. Um, I am not a fan of Ice Band. Now, I know when he played that, um, you know, and, and, you know, I remember seeing people tweeting it. Oh, my God, he started with Iceman. Um, right. Just because it rare doesn't mean it's great. So um, perfectly, I'm happy if you guys love that. But just my list, it's not one that I'm going to put very high. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. I don't have it. I don't have it that high. It's not okay. It's not my next one up, but it's not okay. one of my one okay. of my standouts. Okay. So, what is your number fifteen? These were the first three, and this one might surprise you just from our quick early talk beforehand, and a little zero and blind Terry. Okay. I remember, and going back to my buddy that was in that was in in the south in in Georgia talking baseball when. Bruce was doing when Bruce was doing the Super Bowl show, uh, the Super Bowl show. Yeah, they had, they had uh, you know, everyone was giving all oh, what's that set was going to be. He's going to play this. He's going to play that. He's going to play this. My buddy said he can play anything but zero and blind Terry. <laughs> so, 
So from from there on, I sort of like, all right, you know what? He's right. That song just doesn't. It's it's a little bit of. I was writing notes down. Let me find exactly what I wrote to try to. I said I think it's a little bit of West Side Story, and I think it's a little bit of Outlaw Pete thirty years earlier. There's, yeah. just, there's just no real ending to it. Yeah, I I ranked it a little higher, but not much. Um, and it, it's going to seem higher, but um, the reality is. I love the uh, the music, uh, you know, kind of the refrain where he's the ohos, uh huh, uh, you know the right. Yeah, that is the only reason it went higher on my list because of that. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gotcha. right there with you. Um, okay, I'm here's where I'm going to be controversial. Um, I have. Does this boss stop at 82nd Street as my 15th? <laughs> now, the reason why is we'd already had it on an album. And it there wasn't enough difference on it to me. Like uh, when we did Racing on the Street, you know, during the promise, right. that was enough of a difference that, oh, this was interesting. Um so I like Does This Bus Stop? Um, I like It's Hard to Be a Saint in the City. I like Growing Up. But um, I rank them a little bit high, lower because of them. Uh, you know, we've already got versions, and it kind of – I don't know if we needed this. That route. Yeah, this route. I don't know if there's enough gotcha. to make understanding. So um, – and I said, so ranking it from this album, um, I'm going to give them a lower rank just because I, I we have the opportunity. Um, there was other newer songs, other songs we had not heard, and so therefore I'm ranking them a little bit higher. Gotcha. Okay. All right. You're... They're, just not, they're just not different enough. Right. And, and uh, right. you'll see a theme of that of my next – Two as well. All right. So what's fourteen? Iceman. Okay. So yeah. Pretty were... much. You you nailed it. Pretty much exactly. Exactly what you it. I thought it was more of a Nebraska song than a darkness song. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It just it there's there are songs that speak to me and then there's just um it just doesn't seem to work. Um. My 14 is It's Hard to Be a Saint in the City. Um, when, I rank, and when I ranked Greetings, it was very high on the list. Um, but just because of the same reason with the, you know, the bus on 82nd Street, I, I've heard this song. And I didn't need that on this track when there's so many other unreleased songs. So... Um, ranking it from that, that's why I did. Though I love It's Hard to Be a Saint in the City, and and hearing the acoustical version was kind of cool, but just not as I, – I ranked other things higher. All gotcha. right. How about you, uh, 13? Bring on the night. Okay. Just – I liked it. I mean, I 
the fact that it's never been played live, mind blowing. Just I think it rocks. It was pretty much reminding me a lot of Meet Me in the City, just the way it comes off. It's quick. I mean, it might be a little bit too short, but you know, when they played when they played the River Tour '16, and the only new song they played was Meet Me in the City. I thought one of the cool things would be that during the encore was to mix in a couple of the other ones from the from the um the ties that bind. Yeah. And I thought this I thought this one would have been a great one. You know, I, I totally agree with you because I love to meet me in the city. It was just a perfect way to start those gigs. It might be the great it might be the greatest show opener. It's 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 awesome. It you can make that argument. I think it is definitely um, you know, and just you know, when they kind of bring the music down, you know, Pittsburgh, Jersey, right. you know, we Great. are so glad to be in your beautiful city tonight. You know, well, we're going to the river, and and it's just, um, you know, when I when I saw it on Saturday Night Live, you just like, gosh, what a great song, and yeah, I, I perfectly lovely song. Um. I um, put bring it on, bring on the night a little bit higher, um, and then my thirteenth is growing up, of, and I originally had these higher, especially growing up because as you and I talked before we hit recording, you and I have both been lucky enough to go to the Broadway show, and you know him playing that song. If, if you didn't like it before. You know, you fell in love with it. Um, but because it's a demo, I said, okay, I'm going to give the other people higher, you know, the other songs gotcha. a higher number. All right. Number 12, quick, quick my segue. friend. Doran growing up on, on Broadway, that was – I thought that was done brilliantly. Even though it was a little bit right out of the book, it was the, – the way he broke up verse and then talk and then verse and then talk, not trying to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen, but that part, I mean – Bam! You automatically you're, you're jumping into Bruce's life with that song and during during Broadway. Yeah, I talked about this, but Mike, when you know uh, the lights come down, they say you know the show will start shortly. He walks out, and there's no good evening. He just immediately goes into the show, yep. and it's like right into verse. Yeah, right into verse. This is a this is a Broadway production. This is not a concert. You know, he has a script he's going to follow, and um, and I just thought that was really um, unique and kind of set the tone right away. Um, Agreed. You, you knew exactly what you what you were in for. Yes. Um, all right. So, um, what's your number twelve? Hearts of Stone. Okay. Um, was, you know what? I, I saw it at Mohegan Sun in in 2014. I thought it was, you know, I liked it. I had heard it in the past, and I always thought, I always thought that this was a song that should have been in Eddie and the Cruises. Oh, it had yes. that kind of like that kind of slow slow rocker, but people are listening and hanging on every word. I probably probably twelve's not a not a great ranking, but there's eleven songs that are awesome ahead of it. Well, and 
Um, I don't know. Um, you know, I had um, last Monday night I talked magic with um, Rob Carmack, who does Bruce Springsteen sings the alphabet, and okay, we both said I can't believe I'm ranking this song this low. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, you know when you, it is just this kind of well, what do we do? What do we do? Um, so my number 12 is Don't Look Back. Um, I, I, and, and I will tell you, I'm starting to, um, you know, kind of, these are tougher for me to talk about and, and why they're at that point because I'm enjoying them so much. The, you know, all baby don't look, don't look, don't, the ending you know, the first part of it isn't as strong for me, but that ending and that music and that um, the energy and the, you know, the kind of um, as they build to that end um, just really works for me. So I put it, it was, it's the first song on these that I, I really like. And I think that on any given day, as we talk about some of these others, you know, these middle five or six, it could very easily right. these switch. Lists, these, lists could change, these lists could change because you heard it on the radio or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, how about if, if, you? If it's, fresh, if, it's fresh, if it's fresh in your mind, it might, be, it might get a higher ranking. Yeah, and also, Mike, like if you'd heard it live, you know? Agreed. Yeah, so um, you're number 11. My number 11 is Bishop Gant. Ah, very nice. Um, I was, and most mostly because I missed it when he played it at the Prudential Center. Yeah. And I'm so mad I missed, I'm so <laughs> mad I missed that show. He played, he, it was the same night that he had the tribute to Levon Helm and he played The Weight. Oh, nice. It's an unbelievable cover if you haven't seen it. It's I have. awesome. And my son had his, sixth grade spring concert that night so my buddy tom was at the show i'm getting text messages and i'm sitting in middle school gymnasium saying how am i listening to this crap when i should be listening to to bruce so Your bishop good. dance is a it's a yeah. person it's a personal penalty that it has to take yeah uh you know you're being a good dad um but yes i know uh the my first chance to see Bruce was during the reunion tour. He was coming here to Dallas, and I was, um, and and my son had something similar, like it was a high school dance, a junior high dance or something. And <laughs> I just, you know, I, I chose to be a good father, and uh, you know, was a little bitter. But I had never seen him perform, so I was kind of, um, well, you know, maybe next time, you know, I have never seen him, you know, perform anyway, so, you know, now then I'm like, oh, well, you know, we're sorry, uh, you know, uh, we'll have to figure this out later, maybe, <laughs> so. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I. Number... So out of being green with enemy, that's my eleven. Yeah, I, I love that. That is great. Um, 
I said that my number 11 is Santa Ana, as I talked about earlier. I think because of the Texas lyrics in it might be why I give it a little bit higher. Um, you know, I, it, it isn't, you know, it doesn't make my top 10, but um, it is, um, you know, a song that I enjoy. All right, number 10. I think it's a perfect rock and roll ballad. I, I actually just wrote Perfection next to it. Linda, let me be the one. Yeah. Um, people are probably laughing if they've watched the pot, if they've listened to the podcast before. My wife's name is Linda. So, spoilers, it's higher on my list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, but it is, it is just a absolutely beautiful song, and I'll talk about it more when it gets to my point. Um, it's funny. I, try, I tried to write the comments next to it, and I couldn't just, think of anything yeah. but perfection, so I just wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was already, my number 10 is Zero and Blind Terry, and I was ready to put it down among Iceman and Mary Queen of Arkansas, okay? And I listened to it, and for some reason, it clicked more for me today. And I'm a little surprised, because I... Like, this was one of those I knew that I, well, okay, that's going to be one of my lower songs. And for some reason today, um, I enjoyed it more. And um, so I, I, I'm a little surprised, and I can't give you a reason, but just emotionally, it it barely crops into my top ten. So. Gotcha. All right. Number nine. Number nine, I put... So young and in love. Yes. I'm just, it could have been, it could have been eleven. It could have been nine. It could have been seven. I'm in that, I'm in that group that I need seven number seven so I can just get to get to fourteen. <laughs> well, I will tell you, uh, um, Jeannie Fino, uh, who was on with with the Rising, she cheated. Yep. She had songs that she. They're a tie at seven. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, that's a little out of the spirit of the thing, but I, I get it. Um, yeah, you know, I've got it a little bit higher, but not much. It is such a wonderful, um, peppy song. Um, I'm surprised it's not played more. It, it starts off so cool. It's yeah. bam, bam, bam. It jumps right into it. I, I'm yeah. shocked that it's not played played more yeah. often yeah um so i am on the record of saying that i am not a fan of most of bruce's night songs um i don't particularly care about night um you know because the night um spirit in the night i mean these are just not some of my favorite songs but i really like bring on the night uh, and i have no idea why uh so um you know, I, I love the idea that, you know, um, the, you know, dreams of Mary keeping him awake and and him coming on, bringing on the night of almost where, you know, I'm, you know, it's almost like the old um, Bobby Darren, I want a dream lover so I can dream alone. It's just got a little bit of that feeling. And so um, that made my number nine. 
Okay, number eight. Give the girl a kiss. Ding, 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 ding. We are on right, the line. We, we match. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, why there? Um, I think because I really liked the other ones ahead of it, but I knew it was a fun song. I It has that Asbury Park feel to it. I, if I close my eyes, I could see Southside, Stevie, and Bruce singing that in a garage or on a 12-table 12, 12 bar just playing on, you know, the corner of the room. That just has that that little garage band to it that they, they yeah. could definitely rock to. Yeah, and it's that, you know, your buddies, um, it has that feel of not – you know, sometimes you have buddies that, oh, man, she's not that good. And, like, why do you want to get tied down? But then other time you have bubbies, you know, you know, your friends are like, man, you know, why aren't you going after that? Why aren't you trying to, you know, you know you're crazy about her. You know, make a move. Ask her out. Right. Give the girl a kiss. Right. And, yes, it does have <laughs> go that. Go for it already. Will you, yeah, will go you, for it already. Stop, stop wasting time. <laughs> yes, I, so I yeah I totally agree with that. That's a gr that's a great a great way of describing that song. Yeah, um, like I said, it's my number eight too. Uh, you know, just come on, you know, in um, you know I love that it ain't written in the sky above. No fortune teller told me this. You got to tell her that you love her, tell her that you need her, and give that girl a great big kiss. Um, and I just love that. Tell her that you love her. Tell her that you need her. So, yeah, perfect, perfect song. All right, number Agreed. seven. Stay in the City. Okay. Um, sort of like you said, I think it – because of the history of the song or because staying alive, I think I didn't even really listen to the – listen to the – demo tape aspect as much as I knew the words, so I was singing along with it kind of thing. Yeah. So I I felt like I knew it already, so yeah, I've seen it live. It's fun. It's, you know, it's got to be a top ten, but I totally understand what you were saying, especially, you know, discussing it ten minutes ago, the way, the way you described it was spot on. You heard a different song. You want to you yeah. hear it that way, but I just I just think I went with, went with that one seven, and not to cut you off, I went does this bus stop next at six? So I mean, that's pretty much the same way you had it. Yeah, I, I, Just... I, I took that is where, and and um, to pull back the curtain a little bit, Mike. So I'm I'm writing, you know, I got my list, and I had like, um, hard to be a saint. Growing up, hard to be a saint in the city, and this does stop probably about, you know, five, six, and seven. You know, kind of the same thing area you had. And then I was listening to Give the Girl a Kiss and um, Bring on the Night and um, So Young and in Love. And, and I'm like, you know. How I, can you punish these songs? <laughs> yeah. And so that I said, okay, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cheat. I'm going to put these, you know, three songs down toward the end so that I give these others a better chance. Um, and. Yeah, but you're right. I have no problem with Saint in the City. You know, I, I mean, it is just, uh, you know, it's just a classic song. And 
you know, when you think about that David Bowie covered it to try to help him out and that, you know, that I had skin like leather and the diamond hard look of a cobra. It just, well, right. you know, I could walk <laughs> like Brando right into the sun. Just, yeah, I, I'm so glad you gave it some love. Um, my number seven was Bishop Danced just because the the craziness of it. Um, it is it is almost like someone told Bruce, okay, I'm going to give you this random words from a thesaurus. And, you mean fiddle stick fiddle quick? <laughs> yeah, and we're just going to throw this in the air, and I dare you and, to write a song. And see what sticks to the wall. Yeah, and, and so um, – you know, it's filled with so many imageries and then, um, you know, the different uh, tempos. Um, it is a hot mess, but it's a fun mess. And so it's a fun, hot mess. That's great. Yeah, it is just it made my list. All right. Number six. I went with does this bus stop? OK. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um you know, Again, you 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 nailed it with the description. I I think um, seeing it when he played in MetLife, the end of the end of the River Tour, it was he he played a bunch of Wild and Innocent, a bunch of greeting stuff the last couple of shows. So I guess it's a little bit fresh. Yeah. And I've seen it, I've seen it a couple of times, so I just and I I do like it. So yeah, no, I had to I, get it in the top ten somewhere. No, I I I totally agree with you. Um, I I gave number six so young and in love because um, because I cheated and put these others down there. Um, right. As you said, it's just a perfect little pop song. Um, it's just it's just great. All right, so is five for you? I mean, I'm up I mean, for number I mean, five, right? Yeah, I think yeah, we... for number five. Are is is five growing up, or did you? Nope. Okay. I had to give that one extra, extra TLC. Okay. Yes. <laughs> my my five was Don't Look Back. Mm, nice. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I I like it. I you know and um, that's the relationship. You know, he the start of the song, bam, he jumps right into it. Sort of like we were talking about with Meet Meet Me in the City. I just yeah, it rocks from the first note, and you know. I was thinking it's a little bit of two hearts, but it's a different kind of relationship, and it just – I just like it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool song. And the whoa, 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 and oh, don't look back. Right. Oh, yeah, just don't look. Don't look. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, like like you're talking about with the, with the YouTube and stuff like that, you're able to see the Mohegan Sun, the Mohegan Sun show from a couple of years back. It just – it makes it even cooler when you get to when you get to see it, all the whoa whoa whoa's and all that stuff. So yeah. it, it got number five. Yeah, and I'm I'm sitting there going, how did I put it twelve? Gosh, it's such a great song. <laughs> um, all right, so we're in the uh, my top five uh, rendezvous. I put five rendezvous. It's such you know he's done it a couple of times. You've seen it on YouTube. Uh, I, I just it is. You know, it's one of those songs where, how did this not make a record? You are um, not lying. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, 
I had a dream our love would last forever. I had a dream tonight my dreams come true. Uh, just it, just a wonderful song. Um, so that's, you know, that made my top five. All right, number four. Baby's Back, Thundercrack. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, and everything you just said about everything you just said about Rendezvous, yeah, fits right there too. It's, yeah, it does. Um, I ranked it a little higher, and when we get why, you know, I'll tell you why. Um, you know, I thought it was kind of nice that um, during the, you know, he started playing it a little bit, uh, you know, for sign request. Right. Um, I mean, the the energy that that song brings in the crowd is is yes. unbelievable. That that's Ramrod, that's Rosalita. That has the place jumping for crying out loud. Yeah. But I mean, I know it's it's one of those songs that one of my buddy who who has a little bunch of shows. That's the one he's chasing right now. So it's in it's in the top it's top four for that one. But man, that's that's a fun song. Yeah, um, absolutely. It is um, super. Um, so my number four is Seaside Bar Song. Um, I always, the beginning kind of puts me off the um, kind of almost carnival sound, you know? Right. But then the song. I feel like it kind of skids a little bit, then all of a sudden it gains traction, and it's a great song. It is, you know, so much fun, um, wonderful. Um, so yeah, I, I just it 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 barely misses the podium, you know, since we're in the <laughs> Olympic Dota, you know, it it just barely doesn't get a medal, um, but I just love that song. Gotcha. All right, <clears throat> what? Now you got your podium songs. You got three, I two, did my one. bronze medal. Yeah, who's your bronze medal? My bronze goes to a rendezvous. Okay, fair. Just, I mean, you 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 summed it up. I don't even. I'm looking at my notes. You got it. It's just what we said. It's you know, yeah. rock crowd. Everything. He's he's played it a lot. That the people are, yeah. people are into it, and and it's fun. It's it's cool. Yeah, it is. Um, so my bronze song is Hearts of Stone. Um, and and I get why you um, put it down lower. But for just some reason, it, it reminds me of these sappy, doo-wop, 50s love songs. You know, um, put your ear close to the phone. You know, I, the, you yep. know, put your sweet that, that, lips. That Eddie and the Cruz, that Eddie and the Cruz is sound, like yes, I said. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the. Um, what was, um, I think the song was Tender Nights, I think was the yeah. song from that movie. It's, 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 exactly. I hear, I hear Tender Nights, I hear that song. Yeah, and I also think of, like, the great um, Jim Reeves. Put your sweet lips a little closer to the phone. You know, you'll stay, and it's time for you to go. It has that right. feeling for me, and um, so that's, I think, for sentimental reasons why it was a little bit higher. Um, but, yeah, just um, one of those things. All right, what's, what is silver? 
Seaside Bar song. Yeah, I nothing wrong with that. Um, the the tempo, know, for, the the funness. I'm probably a little bit jealous because being from New York, I get to go to a bunch of shows, but that seems to be a a staple in Philly, and I haven't got it. So, you know, I, not that I'm, I'm not chasing a lot of songs, but yeah, that could be one. That could be one that's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, just I I like I've already said it was. It's amazing. I would go crazy if I heard that in a show. Um, just wonderful. So my number two is Thundercrack, and for a couple of reasons. Um, one of my best friends is a guy named Sam, and he is like your Bruce buddy. He's my Bruce buddy. And uh, we've gone to multiple shows together. You know, E Street Radio is always on when we're going out to lunch. Um, you know, we, we share stories. We talk all the time. And he – Thundercrack is one of his favorite songs. And um, and he told the story. Um, Sam is um, – Sam's arrogant and pre- pretentious, and he knows that. <laughs> and, um, and he said that um, he was at a forum when the live box set came out, and someone posted, I can't believe they didn't do Thundercrack. And Sam um, said he almost posted, well, first off, it's called Thunder Road, and it's the very first song on this box set. What are you talking about? Uh, Just arrogant Sam. (laughs) And then uh, he realizes, and so he's always a little bit embarrassed that he almost made that mistake. Right, that's, that's that's the song that made him blush. Yes, and then he talked about when they played it a couple of times, um, I guess during the Working on the Dream tour, I think that was when they they did a couple of them. Uh, But um, I said, wow, they keep playing it. He goes, yeah, now I wouldn't want to hear it. Now it's it's a regular part of the set list. He says, I'm not chasing it anymore. It's too often. And then he just cracked up because, you know, uh, just, you (laughs) know. He's gone full circle. Yes, uh, (laughs) It just it, – it, it, it is nothing at all like um, Stairway to Heaven, but it has the same – you know, Stairway to Heaven is like three or four songs all in one time with the different right. tempos and everything. And that's – Thundercrack has that feeling of just two or three different songs. Um, it is such a um, – selfishly, I wish he would do that instead of Shout – uh, just you know, for a big closer, um, but right. he loves playing shout. Uh, so uh, Thundercrack's my number two. All right, shout out a little bit stale toward the end, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it. Yeah, I just it. I you know yeah. Heaven forbid I criticize Bruce's set list choices, right? Oh but, no, 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 never. Yeah, I, I, I exactly. danced and jumped around like crazy. Don't get me wrong. I do, and <laughs> and I I will tell you what. Uh, so my son Chris is um, went to his first Bruce show two years ago. Um, he was like twenty six, twenty seven, had never gone to a Bruce show, had no interest, and and so he was going to be in Oklahoma City for the River Tour. And um, Chris said, you know what? You're going, Dad. Why don't we make a guy strip out of it? 
you and I'll go. I said, okay, great. I said, do you want the album? Nope. I don't want to listen beforehand. I just want to experience it, you know, just as it goes. And, um, you know, he, he got the bug. You know, he said out in the street, he said there's not a working man in America or working woman. He says from the highest executive to the lowest clerk that on Monday morning isn't already thinking about Friday night. <laughs> he said, you know, that is a classic line. And, you know, he he loved Independence Day. I mean, you know, so on the way the next morning – and what was funny is, you know, that night um, after the show, he said, I just want to go to the hotel. I said, you don't want to go grab a drink or you want to go do something? I I'm just exhausted, Dad. <laughs> I, you know, I don't – I didn't believe you, but I am just – I am spent. I'm like, I totally agree. You know, that's fine. Yep. And so we're – Three and a half hours. Three and a half yeah. hours. pounds will do that. Yeah. So we're driving home, and he – I hit record on the my phone, and we did an episode, you know, and he said, I don't get – he says, is it a junior high dance? Why is he doing Shout? <laughs> he said, don't get me wrong. That's a great version of Shout, and, and I danced my butt off. But exactly. I, I, why <laughs> is he picking – I just, just that just seems the weirdest song. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, but yep. he was, yeah. So anyway, um, and I, for, for it's fun. It, it's fun. It, it was. It's awesome. It's just other closes like Detroit medley or Twist and Shout. It was just, just mix it up. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's um, you know, Mike. One of the um, I had never my first seven shows. He had never played Thunder Road at the show. I had oh, never wow. heard Thunder Road live. And then um, when he did the the basketball tournament, the NCAA tournament that was here in Dallas, um, right, you know, he did the of, free show. and uh, he ended, that, was, that was the one with Jump. Yes, which was crazy. I mean, I you cannot imagine. First off, when they walk out, you know, because they broadcast it live. Um, and so when they walked out to Sweet Georgia Brown, the Globetrotters theme – you're like, oh, this is hilarious. And then they did the jump ball, and all of a sudden, you those chords, anyone who grew up, you know, right. <laughs> of roughly our age immediately knows what our, that song our, is. Our generation knows, knows yeah. that that's, that's Van Halen. There's no, yeah. and, there's no mistake. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, I tweeted, I can't believe he started with jump. And someone, and I, I wish I could remember what it said, and Bruce – destroyed brackets everywhere, which was just perfect because the NCAA tournament, right, that everyone says, you know, the opening right. weekend, my, my bracket's already trash. Um, so he finished the show with Thunder Road, and since then, he's played at every show, and for a while there, he was doing, sometimes he ended the show with Dream Baby Dream on the pipe organ, and I was like, oh, I want Dream Baby Dream. Well, I really want Dream Baby Dream. And and he never did when I watched that show. And I said, I'm I'm not going to complain getting Thunder Road instead. I just was right. – How, how, how fights on. Everything's well in the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. All right. 
What's your gold medal? What what made number one? Uh, only because of the title, and I get what you did before, but growing up was number one. Yeah. We talked, you know, briefly about about Broadway and and that it's still it's still played on terrestrial radio. It's played on E Street all the time. It's it's a rock and roll classic. It's a Bruce classic. So I felt like I couldn't not give it number one. I totally um, agree with you. Um, and I'm so glad that song. Um, it's just, you know, the flag of piracy flew from my mask. My sails were set wing to wing. It's just the, the, amazing. The, 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 the Clarence connection when he does it live and he's talking about, you know, it was a cold and, and stormy night. Every, everything about it. It's, yeah, it's great. And you know, um, you know, the whole when they said "sit down," I stood up. You know that whole defiance. All right, that little rock and roll defiance that yeah. we've all come to love with with our rocker, exactly. Yeah. So, absolutely. And if you're a Pearl Jam guy, then you want Eddie Vedder to be that defiant guy. If you're a yeah, Stones guy, you want it to be Jagger. We're Bruce guys. We want Bruce to have that little bit of moxie and defiance. It's, it's what he does. And just so you know, um, when I ranked Greetings, Growing Up was my number one song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for that, so you, very, gave, you gave it the love it deserved. <laughs> I, yeah, I said, you know, I, I you know, I, I number two was Blinded by the Light. Number three was for you. Four was as hard to be a saint in the city. Five was this bus stop. And I said, and I will tell you, the main reason I'm giving growing up the, is seeing him on Broadway. Yep. Uh, you know, it just is so um, – and for those of you who haven't got to attend Broadway, I, I'm so sorry. And I I just – I there has to be – a Blu-ray coming out. There just has to be, right? You a, know, a, a bootleg, a bootleg, anyway possible. Yeah. Someone that yeah. everybody has a chance to, yeah. to experience. Uh, it. Yeah. Someone said, you know, Jonathan Demme passed away, and someone, some uh, actor said, you know, I, I wish Jonathan Demme was alive to shoot it, because he would just do an amazing job on that. Um, so yeah, I, it's so special. Um, one, Linda, let me be the one. Um, I have been married over 30 years. Um, my wife rolls her eyes, but every June 2nd is our wedding anniversary, and I always post, I am so glad Linda let me be the one. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, so I knew without thinking that, you know, Linda Let Me Be would be my number one and Thundercrack would be number two because of one of my best friends and my lovely bride. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Is, now, has, is Linda a Bruce fan? No. <laughs> um, has Linda been to a show? So she – that's a that is a great question. Um, so she went the first time at the Rising Tour and she didn't get it. She didn't know the songs, and she is one of those people that says, 
you know, he grunts a lot. I don't understand what he's saying. And um, what's funny is we're about to do this again. So in 2012, when he was coming, you know, they were doing the Wrecking Ball Tour, and he was coming nowhere close to Texas. I mean, nowhere close. And we had talked about uh, going on a t- a vacation together. The boy, you know, was out of the house. He was in college, and, and it had been a lot of years since Linda and I had taken a vacation together. You know, you know what that's about. You've got three kids. You know, getting a night alone with your lovely bride is tough, much less a week, right? Right. And then, uh, and then you go with other couples. Even if it is a kids less vacation, you tend to go with other couples and. So we decided we wanted to do a vacation by ourselves, and I came to her, and I said, okay, here's my plan. I said, Bruce is playing in Cleveland. I said, let's drive up. We'll stay in, We'll stop in Kentucky. We'll do half the Kentucky bourbon trail because you've been wanting to do that. We'll go to Cleveland. We'll see the show. We'll do Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, a dear friend of mine lives in Cleveland. We can stay with Tom. We'll come back through Lexington. We'll do the other half of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. We'll go home. She's like, yeah, that sounds like a blast. So I walked around a lot to get, you know, so I'd be comfortable doing the walking and the trails. And she started listening to Wrecking Ball. And she started listening to songs. And the big thing I told her, Mike, is I said, okay, pretend that Bruce's voice is just an instrument. Don't worry about trying to understand the lyrics. Listen to the emotion of the song and just pretend his voice it's it's instrumental. Right. And and that worked with her. She says, I, I get that feeling. She also loved Wrecking Ball. There are a couple of songs of Wrecking Ball that are absolutely her favorite. So um she went to the second show and we were coming out and she goes, Well, it didn't change my life. But it did change my concert-going life. I don't know if I'll ever be happy at another concert because I feel like they're just mailing it in compared to what Bruce and the E Street Band does. Yep. You know, and so she had a little crush on Max. Um, so, um, and it's funny, um, she she totally supported me going to Broadway by myself, and she, you know, she's like, yeah, we both can't afford to go. But she has said multiple times, I think I'm ready for another Bruce show. I don't want to see five or six like you do per tour, but I, I'm, I'm ready to go see another one. And my son is like, okay, I'm ready. And then his fiance has never gone to Bruce, but um, Chris asked Erica to marry him um, playing Tougher Than the Rest, which is kind of their song. And so awesome. she wants to go. So um, – so I always like to say – Now you've got, you got to buy four tickets instead of two. Yes, exactly, right. <laughs> but that's okay, right? That's that's good. That, that, that's, that's a good problem. That is a good problem, yeah. So any final thoughts about this uh, disc of tracks? No, I – you know, the ones that we were far apart on, the, the ones that we were far, far apart on, I think you articulated, you know, why we were. And I think for the most part we were pretty close with with a bunch of them. Yeah, we are, and um, and by the way, it's most people we uh, most of the people I've talked to. We, there's always one at least where we work out the same. 
um, you know, I say um, this wouldn't be a bad uh, concert if he did this disc. Uh, not only <laughs> would you check off a lot of things you're chasing, but that could be a fun show. Um, right. You, yeah. You get your ballad, you get your rocker, you get your yeah. jump around. You, you can take a seat and listen for a minute. You know, it's fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, good. Uh, so, uh, Mike, um, are you on any social media do you want to share? Uh, I'm on Facebook. Okay. That's how we, that's how how we got together on yes, Spring it is. and and that uh, I just got on Instagram, but I have yet to post. Okay. That's just um, to, that's just to follow. Sure. Follow my son's baseball. Yeah. Are yeah. Um, we had to we do this. How old's your son? I have two boys. One. 21 and one is 19 a 19 year old pitches for a division two school out here on long island nice yep he, he actually just picked up his first collegial win last week so man exciting congratulations time. yeah um yeah, that's pretty neat yeah i i love um you know i'm a i'm a texas ranger fan you know my son uh another story right my wife started going i don't like going to games with you and Chris, y'all actually watch the game. You know, <laughs> Chris, uh, my brother-in-law, which is his uncle, um, Clayton is married to Linda's sister. You know, the three of us would go and, you know, there would be innings where we wouldn't talk. We would just watch the game. And then, you know, we'd, we'd share stories and we'd visit. It was, you know, that's, that's one of the things about baseball that I love is there is that, you know, leisure pace and you can right. enjoy you, you, that those 30 those 30 seconds between pitches you have a chance to talk strategy or yeah or bs or mm -hmm. get back to the bathroom and grab a beer if you need to yeah you have enough time for that but it's also the thinking man sport too yes do you bunt here do you steal do i leave the pitcher in blah 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 there's you know there's so many variables yeah um, well, good. Uh, we, um, so it seems like he's doing well. Does he like it? He likes it more this year than he did last year. <laughs> he, yeah. He didn't get, the, he didn't play as much last year, but this year he's contributing. So I guess he's, he's feeling more part of the club, you know? Good. Good. Well, very nice. Um, well, we will continue to wish good things for him. Um, I, yeah, the show can be reached at setlessingbruce at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at setlessingbruce. We have a Facebook page, setlessingbruce. And my personal Twitter is at Jesse Jackson DFW. Um, we would love for you to reach out to us. Tell us what we got right. Tell us what we got wrong. Uh, tell me and have me join the show. Um, you know, we're always looking for guests and, uh, you know, we, um, appreciate the support and the help. Um, you know, this was a lot of fun. Um, you did a yeah, great a job, Jesse. Mike. Thank you, thank you for having me. Well, no, I'm glad to. And, um, you know, you did a great job of getting Tracks Week start, started. So great job. Um, so I think, um, you know, we're going to call it a night. And thank you, listeners. Thank you, Mike. We'll talk to you soon.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.